Good morning, good morning, and welcome back to the podcast of uh, from New York City. We continue of Ma'ut Chuchmat Kabbalah. We continue with the idea of uh, the Ma'ut, the essence, the reasoning uh, of the wisdom of Kabbalah. So here we go. Arachim Agashvim v'Shivot Agufanim shel Sefer Kabbalah. Rav Ashtag is going to address right now the reasoning or the why or the explanation of words we're using in the wisdom of Kabbalah uh, that exist, that can confuse people because uh, a lot of those words are physical words. And we need to understand why they use physical words or, or what the meaning of those physical words that mostly related to... Um, uh, more to the physical world. What are they doing with the wisdom like Kabbalah? Of course, needless to say, say to us Ravash, like, what is Ravash like telling us? In wisdom like Kabbalah, where, where there is no physicality there, and we only discuss in the wisdom of Kabbalah things that has to do with the eloquent, with things that to do with God and spirituality. Uh, we need to use some words, but the communication that we use with words on a daily basis are mostly based on what? It's based on the communication we have between one another. So the words we use between one another has to do mostly with physical thing that we experience. So how can you use in the wisdom of Kabbalah with the same words? Let's say if we use the word in Kabbalah or Elyon, upper light. When we use the words upper light or Elyon, which is totally not physical, or or simple light that been used in the book of the Arizal This is also we borrow the words from the physical world to explain something about the spiritual world. Or or the light of the candle. Or 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 a light that you feel when you are come up with a new idea, when you come up with a new invention. Shel atarat is a safek. Or when you overcome certain doubts you went through. You have ara, you have light that come toward you. So every type of light like this is not necessarily, no, I shouldn't say necessarily, it's not from the physical domain. So why are we using it in spiritual wisdom? and a path of God. They're only going to give us things which are lie and fake and things that there is no promise with because in the physical world, what is, what is the physical world we're living in? The body. The body comes into this physical world. What happened to the body? Where is the body destined to go? To the grave. So for me, why, why is it such a mitzvah to go to the graveyard? to bury a person, is to remind us, to remind us that this body is not the goal. 
if that will be the goal, then the body will never die. Things which are real are connect to eternity. Things which are not real, not connect to eternity. For that reason, it tells us in the Mishnah that it's better to go to the place where people get buried, then like then going to a bar, to a pub, or celebrate with people. How come? That the Mishnah is telling you it's better to go to the graveyard than going to the pub, to the bar, or celebrate with people at a party. How come? Because it will remind you what you're doing here. What is your purpose here? Your purpose is to be born and to die. There's two purposes. Born, one purpose, and die, second. When you're born, you get a chance to turn that body around with your spiritual essence that you have. And what is eventually going to happen to the body? The body is going to die. Because you don't need the body anymore. The body is just there so you can overcome it. That's what Rabbi Ashtag is telling us and teaching us. What happened when we need to do negotiation and this wonderful wisdom, like Kabbalah, as Rabbi Ashlag write to us in Matan Torah, so we have to have a lot of fences, a lot of limitation for how we use the word and why we're using the word. If the wise person who's teaching that wisdom will be mistaken in one word, only one word, he can uh, ruin the entire wisdom of Kabbalah. So from here we learn first that you need to have the right teacher. Not, not teacher is a title. Somebody who understands the wisdom. It doesn't matter that person who understands the wisdom wiser than the teacher you have right now. It just happened to be a Kabbalist who understands Kabbalah. There is many teachers out there. They don't fully understand Kabbalah. Most people don't fully understand Kabbalah. They understand other wisdom. You need teacher. You need teacher for Allah, for the law. You need teacher for behavior with your wife and, 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 and children and husband. You need many teachers. Some teachers have it all. But the specific area where, where this, uh, where we, I, I should say I, uh, try and want and am, uh, being uh, my specialty is Kabbalah, but the real Kabbalah, not uh, Tony Robbins Kabbalah or Les Brown Kabbalah. I'm talking about like not motivational. It's a study. Kabbalah is a study. It's not what can I benefit from the study. Once you think what can I benefit from that study, you no longer study the Kabbalah. You study some motivational thing. You use words of Kabbalah to motivate you. So how to sleep better, how to do this. How, no, there is no how. The study. Pure study. Pure study. So, that's why when, when somebody is teaching it and he has one mistake with the words that he doesn't know the meaning of that word spiritually, he can confuse the soul. And then the people who come to study it will be totally confused. They will not understand what he said before that and what he said after. And what connect to that word. It's for people who are studying the wisdom of, true wisdom of Kabbalah. When you go deep in Talmud Asasfirot, when you get deep in Tikkun Azor, very dangerous, very dangerous. I remember the day that I was told that I need to teach Tikkun Azor. I was very nervous. I didn't want to. I delayed it in one year. And uh, the reason I didn't want to, because I was afraid, what if I'm going to do a mistake? And then I start teaching it. 
and uh, I was very nervous until uh, uh, a year after to my teaching or two years I met a wonderful teacher Rabbi Michael Maor may Hashem give him long life and uh, and together with him now we have a group of rabbis that we study together at Tikkun so to show you if you mean it real just for the study of that wisdom you're going to meet the right people but if you're looking just to make it motivational and fun, you're going to meet that people too. You're going to meet exactly what you want to meet. You want to meet the real deal. Of course, the real deal is not always fun. It can be complicated. You know, if, uh, the other day I was looking at Safaria. Uh, it's, a, it's a website that offers all the Jewish study for free. And when, when I look at it, uh, the people that listen to my lecture there because I put uh, I posted the video not I Debbie did that she posted all my video there and I was shocked that there is 800 people watching my video and I start saying to myself who's watching those video those are not motivational video or this is just information and content of Kabbalah and I was very impressed that there is people in the world that study that with me and I'm not alone so I'm very happy with Sapphire it's time to say thank you so now we should ask a question why the wiser people the Chachamim of Kabbalah are, do use words from the physical world in a spiritual matter like this we cannot use words of lie because the lie doesn't have leg why you say the lie doesn't have leg because the word Sheker Shin is letter that has a bottom but Kuf and Resh is standing on one leg and the Resh on one leg. That means lower line doesn't have legs, so it can fall down. Omnam kan tzarich shedadash mikodem etachok sheshorish v'anaf beyachas olamot mizeh lze. So Ravashlag is teaching us something that since Mount Sinai was not revealed, he called it shorish v'anaf, roots and branch. Everything in wisdom of Kabbalah has to do with root and branch. When you read the words of Kabbalah, that uh, you read them, you need to know this is has to do with Shoresh Ve'anaf, roots and branch. Meaning you read it in the physical way, it's called light. What is the meaning from the roots point of view? That's Kabbalah. So that was the biggest revelation of Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag. And then he passed it on to Rabbi Okay, unfortunately, it didn't pass on to a lot of people. One of the uh, uh, son of Rabbi Yudha Brandwan, Rabbi Avram, he carried that, that flame. And then I met also Rabbi Mordechai Scheinberger, who also studied with Rabbi Brandwein. Those are the people who carry the flame. Of course, it was a lot of students around, a lot of supporter, and they get glimpse of Kabbalah, which, which is good too. Uh, and it's enough if you want to study this way. But there is more. For people who want more, uh, like me, I'm sure there is other who want more. Then I start follow more than that. It was not enough for me just to hear glimpse. I want to know more. So let's see what it says. The name that the Chachamim, the, the wise people of Kabbalah said, that exists in the Olamot, in the worlds, W-O-R-L-D-S, worlds, emanation, creation, formation, and action. So Everything in those systems are the same. 
whatever exists in emanation, according to them, can monomish vision with Akhtab. That also exists in creation, no change. And it exists in the lower world. The only difference between them is what level or what frame of reference we talk about. And it relates only in the material that exists in reality. In every world that exists. Whatever the material that exists in the upper world, it less coarseness than the lower lower world. Meaning in Asiya there is more coarseness, more materialistic. In Atzilut there is less. And in our world, it's the same like Atzilut, the same like the world of emanation. Just here there is more thickness, more uh, coarseness, more aviut, uh, more physicality. So that's why to work on yourself in this olam, in this world, is tremendous. Because to do one good thing in this world, you should be very happy. To be able to prevent yourself from the wrongdoing, you should be very happy too. Whatever chances that you get of light, whatever it is in Atzilut or in Asiya, same thing. And there is like a story, like the seal, and the, you know when you, you have a seal, so the, 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 the stamp that put the seal, the bottom of the, of the stamp, look like the seal. So, from here we learn, So whatever you have in the seal, is going to, the, to be printed into the paper. The same thing with the upper world. So whatever is below, is, is basically a result of whatever happened above. So whatever happened in the upper world, it will be copied to the lower world. There is nothing in the lower world that you will not find in the upper world. Amazingly, perfection and the same. Like two drops of water. But we call it roots and branch. Whatever detail that you find in the lower world, so whatever we dealt with, the words, I'm talking about the words specifically, or the study of Kabbalah that we study, and unfortunately if you don't have the right teacher, you don't fully understand that wisdom, because you're reading the words as it is, but those words are only branches that has correlation, correlation to roots in the upper world. You need to know the relationship between them. Now we know what, what it's written in the Talmud. There is no grass in the lower world that doesn't have a mazal, a sign, or a policeman or an angel that telling him, grow up. Meaning whatever is happening in the physical world, there is a relationship to it in the upper world. The roots force it to grow and to receive whatever it need to give. 
כמשפט החותם והנכתב, like the seal and the ceiling. אימנו קבעו להם, וזה החוק של שורת, this is the roots and the branch. הנוהג בכל הפרטים, exists in all details of the עולמות of קבלה, תיעוד ושל מקרי המציאות, וכל עולם ועולם ביחס העולם העליון ממנו. And this is the relationship between the upper world to the lower world. So what did we learn today? We learned that there is something called שורש וענף, root and branches. So when you read the words of Kabbalah and you read them, you need to know what is the meaning of those words in the upper world. If you lost that, then you will start imagining that you're talking about some light. I hear sometimes students, beginner students start talking about the light. I saw the light. You can't see the light. Light is an expression of an, of an energy, of a source, of a concept that's called sharing, for example. Okay? Vessel doesn't mean vessel. Vessel is a concept of desire or receiving. Every word has connotation that you need to learn the connotation. And once you know, then everything becomes easy. Thank you. Till tomorrow, all the best.